What's up, listeners, and everybody who isn't listening yet? This is Redirect, the podcast where we redirect your purpose through fresh conversations, ideas, and perspectives. I am Devon, the mindful historian, the best part of this podcast, numero uno, uh, Mr. Fantastic, all of that. To the far right of me is Demarcus here today. Oh, my gosh. What up, guys? You know, it's Demarcus. You know how I do. Why we call him is DeMarcus. that like an alternate ego that you're? Boy, Faded Quran is Demarcus Quran. Yes, it is. Okay. And to the right of me is uh, Raven Jackson. Hey, That's y'all, what's up? Jackson with the X and the N at the end. No, no, I am not kin to Derek Jackson. She's related to Derek Jackson. <laughs> no, I'm not. They're both from Florida. Floridaville. <laughs> All right, so before we get started, please follow us on our socials on Instagram and Facebook at The Redirect Podcast. Um, please engage with us. That is our goal for this month and next month is for people to engage with us. So please comment, like, and share all of our platforms. So, yeah, and then our Black Business of the Week is the podcast, Worse Than the Internet, which I'm going to give Karan the floor to talk about them. Mm-hmm. All I got to say is, if y'all not listened to them yet, go ahead and listen to them. Those are the funniest guys that I know, especially when it comes to podcasting. Um, they pretty much just you know talk about current topics and stuff like that, and they get like their own personal opinions and viewpoints, and and they just joke each other throughout the whole episode, and it's straight up hilarious. So definitely listen to them. Um, Bet on CD, call me Mall, and Dub the Goat. Um, Dub, I just want to say, man, because of you, I've been saying Carnage a lot, calling people peons, and um, leave it in, leave it in, you'll get that. <laughs> but yeah, listen to them. Worse than the internet podcast, they are. Funny as hell. Play them while you playing us. Just listen to them both at the same time. Now that sounds very overwhelming. <laughs> but... You got two ears for a reason. <laughs> right? Put a phone on both sides. Put one phone on both sides. And before we really get started, I just want to throw out there that y'all see how they trying to take my job. They trying to know, put me out of business. I have only one job. Just do the intro. That's all they want me to do. And here they are. Crying, your job is fun. I did it last week and it was really empowering. So how please. How did it make you feel tomorrow? Uh, it's kind of underwhelming. I don't think I want to do it again. Mm. So, yeah, your expectations too high. I did. That's what you get. Be better. I thought I would have like a high, but, you know, I'm just yeah. nah, still I calm. had a high. I was on high the rest of the episode. Yeah, I should have seen Devon when he first tried to do it. I was pumped. Devon laughed at me. Hi, redirectors. I, mean, I did not say that for redirectors. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> how are you people doing today, my good people? I'm doing, um, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I... I'm going to talk about an honest moment that I had this week, and I had a therapy session on Monday. He turn up, and it made me realize. Would you slide on scale too? <laughs> actually, it's free because okay. I go to ODU, so I don't pay for therapy, which I'm technically paying for it because you, you know have, how that works. You must have signed up for that appointment months ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been having sessions with her for like a couple months now. Yeah, so I hear that their um, counseling center is like so backed up. You got a schedule so far in advance. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but no, I guess because like I talked about in the last podcast, I really mm-hmm. feel like I have a hole in like intimacy. Mm-hmm. So like I was trying not to be a girl who wanted that. Like I was trying to just like I don't want to be that girl. I kind of want to be disconnected from that and then she was saying like raven you can still want that but also focus on other things at the same time so lean into it because the more you don't you try not to want it you end up wanting it more does that make sense like it just when you focus on your flaw or whatever it just becomes more potent so yeah i was just like well thanks for shifting my life again (laughs) more things i have to work on but yeah that was really um insightful thing that she said that's good that's pretty dope yeah Demarcus. So, yeah, I'm going to have an honest moment, too. Your boy just got faded yesterday, so I'm feeling brand new. I know. I noticed. I ain't yeah. say nothing. But. Yeah. The brand new is just 
radiance and um I'm ready to hit these streets up real quick, you oh. know. After this podcast, you know, we're going to do a little bit of shopping around, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get ready for this photo shoot and whatnot. You know, mm-hmm. I'm better be killing the game. Yeah, I got Demarcus for one week because second week, Ron is back. Once our hair starts going out. <laughs> I was about to say, I like Demarcus better. Hey, let's get it. Wow. <laughs> get your Just number kidding. after the show. <laughs> you got to talk in that voice for the rest of the episode. Right, let's get it. You know, watch out. Trying to be smooth. Watch out. <laughs> What about you, Devon? Should have brought uh, my brush. <laughs> I am doing. Um, I'm pretty content. Mm-hmm. You know, not nothing really significant has gone on. Um, I'm visiting my dad this week. Mm-hmm. Um, he comes home on Wednesday, so that's great. But uh, you know, I, and I got off early yesterday. I was just about to mention that for you. I was yes, so jealous. This man hit us early, up eleven o'clock in the morning. Guess what, guys? I'm off. Yes. That's so crazy. Yes, Karan was At the, at the so time upset. I was Karan, I was in DeMarcus, so I was hating. He was so upset. Karan was hating, not DeMarcus. Yeah, not, not DeMarcus. Nah, DeMarcus doesn't hate. DeMarcus ain't got He's time. too smooth for that. Yeah, watch out. Hate this role. I just want to let y'all know this is my first time actually meeting DeMarcus, so I'm just shook. Watch out, girl. Shook it. <laughs> is that your catchphrase? Watch out. <laughs> it, it fits. It really does. Know. Like, I'm not it mad fits. at it. it but, fits. Okay. Moving forward, uh, this podcast we are talking about authenticity. I feel like I said that wrong. Yeah, that's a hard word. I'm just gonna say authenticity. authenticity? authenticity. The market is being yourself. <laughs> Let's get it. Being real, as, as mm-hmm. some like to say. Uh, so as we begin that, Raven's going to read you all a poem. Okay, and this is a poem that Devon kind of uh, brought to our attention. Um, what movie was it off of? What movie was that? I heard it in Coach Carter. Um, okay, but it's it wasn't. For the movie, like somebody actually said it. Yeah. Um, This is by Marion Williamson. And um, it is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, or and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. You are your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were born to make manif- to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give the other people permission to do the same. It's my favorite part, but I'm not done. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Now, again, that's by Marion Williamson. And yeah, I think that's a good way to start us off into authenticity. You went to church for many seconds. I did. Mm. Mm. I thought you better drop a freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> there's another, uh, there's a song that also makes me think about like everything she said in that song. I mean, that poem. Mm-hmm. And it's called Shine by Toby Nguigwe. It's a really dope song, so you should check that out as well. If you want to, if you want to put yourself in the mindset of being authentic and being real, as Demarcus said, or being himself. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about Raven's cousin. As we start off this conversation about authenticity, Raven, your cousin been out here tripping. Can you stop? <laughs> Derek Jackson is not my cousin. Please don't believe these people. I didn't even know who this man was until this week. So you uh, have done a little bit more research than Karan and I. Mm-hmm. Do you want to jump in? Research into about Derek Jackson? About the whole situation. Oh, well. They know. Like, the listeners know. Cause they, I've know. seen his videos before, but I always skipped it. 
I'll watch and see what he's talking about. I'm like, no, you no. talking yeah. about Yeah. He, he always looks shysty. Yeah, from my knowledge, it just seemed like, you know, he posted videos like basically just throwing men under the bus saying like, you know, how can you not be faithful to your woman? Like if you're not like he just said a whole bunch of like absolute things and just judging men for like being unfaithful to their uh, their significant others and all that other stuff. And then I think the ironic part was that, you know, he recently just got caught cheating. So he came forth and made a video with his wife um, about the whole scandal um, and I think the biggest thing is that it just was, it didn't seem genuine to a lot of people and it seemed like BS. So what y'all, what y'all think about, what was y'all's immediate reaction when y'all watched the video? Big old hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Out here putting us down to make himself up. You know, I think he did it to make himself look better so he can go out there and keep cheating. Like, oh my gosh, he's such a, mm-hmm. a righteous man. Yeah. At least he's real about it. At least he came front forth, you know, and. Like, talking. this is what they're saying. This is not what I'm saying, but... Yeah. He was talking about himself in the car the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. I was indifferent, because, like I said, I didn't listen to his stuff. So, when it came out, I was like, I really don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has nothing to do with my life, and it doesn't affect me. I can see how it would ruin others' perception of him, especially if they followed and were fans of his. He basically destroyed his brand. He gonna, He's trying to bounce back. He yeah. gonna, he gonna try hard to bounce back. Um, I mean, in the video, he was like trying to. He was also just kept throwing out his book that he has coming out yeah, and fifty percent off. You know, for everybody that's listening. You know, mm, <laughs> I was yeah, like, hey, that's smart marketing. What's the name of that one book? Um, he got to make a trilogy for it now. What book? Uh, something about cheating or something. I don't remember. I ain't gonna look it up. It's, it's I mean, not that important. It, I'm not gonna get him to use and be like the. Um, the escapades of Derek Jackson. You know what? <laughs> the markets ain't giving him no more attention. Y'all keep on. Watch out. I'm weak. But you I mean, I guess. You were for a whole three minutes. I know you were. Watch out. Go on now. But I guess it was just the fact that he wasn't authentic. Like back in the day when he was making those videos, basically trashing men, he wasn't being authentic in that moment. And I can imagine how much, like, he was not having peace peace back then you know because mm-hmm. he was like putting up a front in order to look good and to be to look better than other men like he just did that to look superior i feel like and that's my issue mm-hmm. with people putting other people on pedestals mm-hmm. whether it be uh someone you know whether it be a social media personality a pastor they're human mm-hmm. they're not god or god you know being so they, they can't be perfect and to expect for them to always be that way, you're fooling yourself because you're not always that way. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what makes people like Jared Jackson so appealing. It's because he seems so perfect. Mm-hmm. And most people, whether we accept it or not, myself included, we fight at least on some level uh, to be perfect or mm-hmm. to be better. Mm-hmm. So when you see somebody that looks like they have it all together, beautiful home, money, uh, beautiful spouse, mm-hmm. et cetera, you want that. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be like, well, he got it. I want that yeah, too. I'm gonna yeah. So let me follow them. I mean, he even did say that in an apology video, saying like, you know, I'm sorry for making you seem like I'm not that I am perfect, and mm-hmm. that y'all did put me on the pedestal, and that wasn't my intention. I think he but it's just like that. he did, because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, the videos that you were making, you made it seem as if you had that, you, were you know. Perfect, right? You know, mm-hmm. he never, because he never spoke in a way of like, you know, trying to help men. Mm-hmm. He said it in a, in like a condescending, condescending and like rude arrogant. way, like, how can y'all not? How can you, like, you know, just being judging. So, and I was watching Abba and Preach. Preach. And they were saying, like, you know, it's not, like, because we understand you're human, but it's just the fact that you trashed men for so long. Yes. You know, like. Charlemagne said it too. He came for mm-hmm. Charlemagne. He came for uh, Lil Duvall. Excuse me, Gilly the Kid. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So the fact that he came so hard at these people is like, bro, you're not even real because you've been doing the same thing. Yeah. Either you were doing the same thing or you have done the same thing. Because I was, I'm still iffy about the timelines. Yeah, like I said, I didn't really follow him until then. But from yeah. what I've seen, it just seemed like a lot of people are just mad because he's just such a hypocrite. He ain't really fake. And yeah. when you fake, eventually things come to light. And for him, that was, mm. what, last week or a couple of days ago? I don't know. So. That's how, like. <laughs> In this moment, it's kind of hard for me to have sympathy for him mm-hmm. because of how uh, aggressive he was and being arrogant mm-hmm. and condescending. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know. Because he started putting other people down, that mm-hmm. essentially made him feel like he was better than everybody superior, else. Superior, yeah. right? Superior mm-hmm. to other people. So. And De- yeah. Demarcus don't approve of that. It's Take not, it as a learning lesson. Not cool, bro. Yeah. yeah. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> you say like one of the things that Shalman brought up was being respectfully authentic, and mm-hmm. what does that mean to you, like to y'all? I, I, let me um add the context. He was having a conversation mm-hmm. with somebody, Justin Leboy or something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't remember that, their name, but it was something like that. Um, and and that individual was like, it's hard in this day and age to be truly authentic because you have to be so aware of the things you say and how mm-hmm. you could um, insult or hurt somebody else. And Charlemagne was like, well, you can be respectfully authentic. I guess. So what are y'all thoughts? I mean, authenticity is more about, is more than your political beliefs and mm-hmm your ideas about people like it's just more about like how you feel inwardly and how you express it out outwardly so like how you dress like how you dance or what you like it's you know it's more than of course you can probably offend people by those different things more than just your words yeah like of course you shouldn't hurt people's feelings like that's not really authentic because authentic people are empathic and and authentic people are Mm -hmm. you know what if you're not empathic and that's truly you 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 don't you're blunt you say things before you speak but that's you Mm -hmm. but humanity isn't stupid like humanity people are stupid yes you know we know this (laughs) but people the reason why they're like that is because of like maybe traumas or like misunderstandings about people or you are just saying y'all got neurological neural the markets can't talk the markets can't talk right now the markets only use words he can spell <laughs> <laughs> say it in a different way the markets got brain problems there you go i ain't want to put that that yeah i mean but not only that but I had it perfect in my head. I was rehearsing it the whole time. Oh, I'm and sorry. it just didn't come out right. Cross that kid in class reading ahead <laughs> so he can be prepared for what I used to do, I used to do that. <laughs> I used to do that. I used to do that. I'd be wasn't. nervous. There was always that one kid in class that couldn't read. <laughs> and he'd be in there the whole time. Uh, duh, uh, duh, uh, duh, mm. the, the, the crock pot. And come on, man. I don't know, why did y'all call on him? I'm saying, well, when people teacher. have like, yeah. like oh, what is it? I mean, but. Anyways, that's a whole other discussion. But anyways, not um, to laugh at people with learning disabilities. It's not that, but are we to separate those people from regular people? Like, if anything, we sh- the whole class should be more accepting of this person's disability. Mm-hmm. And that should be taught. Yes. And it should come from the teacher first. You're but right. That is true. Um. Anyways, respectfully authentic. Yeah. So what I was trying to say is that you know authentic people uh, put themselves out to understand other people as well. From my own research, does that make sense? Like, you can't be authentically ignorant. Yeah, you can. You no, you can. That's a choice. Why not? They choosing to be genuinely ignorant. If you don't know, you don't know. You're ignorant, right? 
Yeah. And that's you. I mean, that's yeah, but you're me. not giving space to learn. Does that make sense? Like you, it's one thing not knowing something, but then like when you're obviously given the chance, like someone's coming into you and they're actually shifting your whole cognitive thinking about this one situation Mm -hmm. and you're choosing not to, I don't think that's authentic. I'm going to give y'all an example. Mm -hmm. Uh, Individual coming from a small coal mining town in West Virginia. Uh, They've been brought up Republican. Uh, They have very conservative views because that's how they were brought up. Mm -hmm. That's the people around them are like that. Mm -hmm. Are they not authentic? But think about it. They were brought up that way. Mm -hmm. Society shaped them Mm -hmm. to do that. So So at one point they need to separate themselves, individualize and think about what do I believe? You know, like what? Because sometimes you're brought, you know, think about it. Sometimes you're Mm -hmm. brought up, your parents are thinking of you one way mm-hmm. you know they i'm sorry your parents you know they teach you to believe in christianity they teach you mm-hmm. that you should always have a clean house they teach you all these different skills but then when you go on your own and you experience the world on your own you have your own experiences things change mm-hmm. so if you continue to stay in that mindset of what the society is saying you're not authentic i think you're kind of giving people expectations now because not everybody has the opportunity not, for growth mm-hmm. and learning not, yeah. A lot of people stay within those small towns that they grew up in and though know, they move out of their parents' house but they're still in that same town, around the same people, still mm-hmm. doing the same stuff. They're not gonna learn mm-hmm. no different. If, if this whole town is like this, um the race the mm-hmm. most racist place in America is uh Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Arkansas, y'all. Arkansas. But that but that is be, people are comfortable in conformity though. Does that make sense? They're comfortable in the fact that they are within society. And I'm not saying that everyone like has to go through an authentic and authentic uh you know, shift or like individualize stuff like that because it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But an, everyone has their own essence, own unique essence. Mm-hmm. I think I think what Devon is trying to say, good or bad, that's who they are. Mm-hmm. That's them. Because mm-hmm. yeah. everything is perspective based, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you look at a Trump supporter and they truly, truly like, I love Trump. He's going to save America. And that's really what they think. And they're giving you uh, their opinion. They're being authentic in mm-hmm. that moment mm-hmm. versus you who may not feel that way. Mm-hmm. But you know. Like Karan said, there really isn't good or bad. It's just how you look at things. Yeah, I mean, of course, there's an acceptance piece to it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you just have to accept that's just how this person is mm-hmm. delivering themselves. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's them true. That's probably them true selves. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't get a chance to grow. I guess. I <laughs> mean, that's, and, that's, their, and that's their true self in that moment. Mm-hmm. They might be them all the time. Well, I ain't going to say all the time. Cause I feel like in different areas of your life, you kind of had to put on this facade on... And kind of like filter and monitor yourself. Like mm-hmm. work to markets is going to be different from podcast to markets, mm-hmm. different from no camera to markets. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's what that guy was saying on The Breakfast Club. He's like, how do you maintain that authenticity while putting yourself out there, mm-hmm. um, you know, through mediums, mediums mm-hmm. like this, podcasts mm-hmm. or radio shows or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me ask y'all, do y'all believe that people can be 100%? Truly, genuine themselves and doing things like this. Absolutely, yes. It's it's difficult, very hard, especially if you're like heavily in the matrix. Like, I, what I mean by that is like you're in corporation. You're you are heavily in the media, and mm-hmm. you know you are maybe just around people who are just very conformed, rather than hang out with people who are also authentic. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, it's hard when you're in that. How whole... how authentic was um, Kurt Franklin being when he was fussing out his son? You said how authentic was he being? Yeah. Was he not being his true self right then because he thought he wasn't on camera? Probably. Yeah. It seemed like it, yeah. 
So on camera, he probably has to dial it differently because he can't 100% be himself. Yeah, because of that whole... He has an image to uphold. Exactly. So therefore, he can't really... He had to put on a facade and he can't be 100% authentic. But there's different parts of us as well. Mm. Like, I feel like we're all authentic when we do the podcast. But when we have conversations outside of the podcast, you know, different things are said, Mm -hmm. different topics are discussed because Mm -hmm. those are different parts of us having Mm -hmm. those conversations. But when we're doing this... And we're trying to relay a, a message to the listeners in a way that is respectful and appropriate and, you know, in a way that moves forward dialogue. Mm-hmm. We're presenting different parts mm-hmm. of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Just so y'all know, Devon be ready to wild out on these podcasts. He just hold himself back. Mm-hmm. Y'all can look at me right now and tell I'm calm. I, we had a, I have to sit up like this because I don't talk loud enough. <laughs> I'm just a laid back person. Like, mm-hmm. Look at look at him, them starter dress he got. That's him. That's the beginning <laughs> phase of wilding out for him. I'm weak. I do not own a pair of black Air Forces, Karanda. So that should tell y'all everything right there. I do, but they suede. So that's, do they, do they count? Oh, no. That's even worse. Do they count, though? I ain't never heard of that. Yeah, they got some suede ones. Oh, no. He took it to a whole nother level. He's an evolved form. Can we only please time, change the conversation? The only time I pulled them out is when I can't get a haircut. And it's getting too long. So what is that out. personality called? Black Air Force, Black Suede Air Force, uh, Karan. What is the name for that? I haven't even came up with a name for him. I'll try to come up with somebody in this episode. Jamario. Is that even no, you just made it up with like three different names put into one. I just just came to be Jamario. Anyways, go on, Raven. Yeah, I mean, I I, I guess it's just all th- when you talk about when I think of like having different masks in in, in our roles, so like mm-hmm. podcast, sister, daughter, all those different things, mm-hmm. like I, that's you know, it's natural. Like you're that's basic like social psychology you know mm-hmm. you have these faces in order to get through society and it's you know as long as it feels like it's all cohesive mm-hmm. you know i'm not gonna be drastically different from the podcast than from why i'm in person you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so as long as it is all cohesive i feel like that's okay i guess what i'm trying to say is when i mentioned the whole different mask this mask like okay you got different masks for different avenues of your life mm-hmm. but when there's no mask on when that be the, wouldn't that suspect to be the point where you're 100 percent yourself without the mask? The thing is, okay, so that's a good point. When you put on the mask, okay, I can't do certain things because mm-hmm. I know I'm going here. Mm-hmm. But when I take it off and I'm back here in my comfort zone, I can do whatever I want. But can you can you not still be real and and wear those different hats? Because that's how you presented it in a in a different podcast. You was like, you know, we wear different hats for said, different. Said, I say said, I say hats. Oh, so I that say was me. I don't even wear oh, hats no, in real life. Mm-hmm. Said that. <laughs> so so. And I like I like that because it makes sense because it's like a visual representation, like a work hat. And then mm-hmm. when I leave work, I can take that off. Family hat. And then when I, you know, I'm not around my family, I can take that off and put something else on. I think, as Karan said in, a, in another podcast, it matters who you are at your core. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in all those different settings, your core should remain the same. Mm-hmm. If your core is changing, then you got something else going yeah. on. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. but I feel like the authentic self is the core, mm-hmm. and it's probably not a whole bunch of stuff because the core, you know, is just a few, you know, things yeah. that mm-hmm. are you, right? Yeah, like you know, it, I want all of my family and friends to be able to say, like, yeah, this is Raven, mm-hmm. you know, even though we obviously like act differently with all of them because I'm not going to curse in front of my mom or my dad mm-hmm. out of respect, mm-hmm. but you know, but at the end of the day. Like, and I said that because I'll curse with my friends. Like, that's the example of like me like changing. A you know, I'm weak. But no, yeah. So it just 
essentially I just want them all to be able to say like, you know, this is Raven. Like this is her. This is her core. Mm. And I feel like that's important. Now where it gets sticky is is if one group is like, nah, Raven not like that. Mm -hmm. When I hang out with Raven, Raven is like, you know, she's completely like this. And another group's like, nah, Raven's like this. And I'm pretty sure because I am, because authenticity is like something I'm working on this year. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure some friends can, that can happen. Like, just me being completely honest, like, mm-hmm. and I'm not like, you know. But your core, though. My core is yeah. there, but there's some things that I wish I was consistent in all of my groups. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, I got mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I got you. And there's a level of comfort that comes with being authentic mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. You know, the more comfortable you are with yourself, the more you're willing to to show more of yourself in different settings, right? Because mm-hmm. you may feel more comfortable in one group than you do in another group. Yeah. So that makes sense. I posed a question to QR. Mm. How comfortable? What do you say mm for? I, I'm scared. Go it's ahead. the bond you got to worry about with the questions. Yeah, you're right. He be trying to trip people up. I just be asking questions. It'd be yeah. like grape juice, llama juice. You know, <laughs> what's the difference? Moose, <laughs> but how comfortable and authentic do you feel around us? Since I you only know, know us for like what, a few months now. Well, she's known me for a little longer. But I feel like you. But not in person. Not in person, yeah. I feel like I know you in more in a different light than when we mm-hmm. were friends before. Mm-hmm. But I feel, I, I do it based off of a percentage, you know. Like, I have a, a really good she friend. She got us on that tier list, y'all. No, no, no. <laughs> I have a really good friend. She knows me the most out of everybody. And I would say she knows me. She knows 85, 90% of me. Okay, that's and I've known her, I know her for like almost 10 years now. <laughs> oh, that sounds like B plus A minus friend right there. That sounds like an A plus. That sounds like yeah. Depending on the relationship. Because I also think 85 that to ninety percent. I also see the sake this sacredness. Take one of, scale. What are you talking about? The tears. Go ahead. Anyway, I don't know what tears you're talking about, but I also think there's sacredness and privateness. You like yeah. having your own privacy and keeping things to yourself. So like that's the highest you could probably get. With y'all, I would say like, and this is fast, but I would say maybe like forty five, fifty. We failing. I think that's pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. When you look at it, as far as like. Hmm. Being comfortable, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, because most people are probably gonna fall at between five and twenty percent. I would think. I feel like Devon got a lot of people near in that little percentage. I feel like most people do, acquaintances and people mm-hmm. that you're not really, really friendly with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the way. I mean, go. I'm naturally comfortable. I don't know, <clears throat> comfortability. Yeah, I, I mean, from y'all haven't really made me feel like I should step back or like put on a mask or be different Mm -hmm. like I've been accepted with like everything that I've said or like you know because sometimes you'll say things and then people are like wait what what are you talking about like just make you feel stupid like when you said trash babies yeah (laughs) and they just laugh like it's 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 the small things like that that really do like help you be more authentic like yeah like people just accept you without the fear of them losing you or leaving you does that make sense so you Mm -hmm. don't have a fear of like rejection from us Mm, yes that's exactly what it is i feel the same way Mm -hmm. as long as i've known karan i I don't know the number i think seven years i'm gonna just say seven years Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, this good number he's never judged me i don't i don't feel like Mm -hmm. um and he's allowed me to be myself and i feel Mm -hmm. i hope i've done the same for him Mm -hmm. um so i feel comfortable around him you know I'm talking I, to him about different I wish things. The first, uh, the first time I met you, probably when I judged you a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go back to the whole African drums listening to the car. Other than that, he still hasn't listened to them drums in the car yet. Exactly. So I'm he was still just making wait- assumptions. I'm waiting for that to come true one day. So I'm like, ah! I knew it. <laughs> he was making assumptions out here. I was. You, know, you did have bongos in your trunk one time. You act like I was You did have wearing, bongos in your trunk one time. And they were not bongos. You act like I was wearing dashikis every day. 
I mean, I can see that. I was not. (laughs) (laughs) I've never. It just wasn't a dress code at work at that time. (laughs) (laughs) It was at one point. Well, I ain't gonna lie. At one one point in time, I had a way that she could work, but that's that's a Mm. whole nother conversation. (laughs) Well, what does it mean to be real to y'all? Being just being yourself, who you truly are, and if you can feel comfortable around those people, then I said, just being you. As long as being you is not hurting other people, then I think that's good enough. I think. Go ahead. I think that's what it means to me too. Is, mm-hmm. is you being comfortable with showing your core? Mm-hmm. I think it's worth discussing too. Like, what is the cost of being real? Mm-hmm. Can be high. It depends on the setting. Yeah, it depends on the setting. Because if you're in a setting to where you're comfortable and it's some similar people like you, mm-hmm. you're more likely gonna be accepted. Mm-hmm. When you're around people who don't do the things that you do, and they're like, they weird, they strange. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a time where Quran, not Demarcus, mm-hmm. was um. Talking to someone, mm-hmm. and Quran, um, he likes to. I'm not talking to third person because I'm Demarcus, but um, David Jackson, no, that's but, what um, No, nah, listen, I watch a lot of anime and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Oh, yeah. And the person I was talking to at the time, they didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they watched no love at first sight and things like that. Mm-hmm. I never judged. And granted, I have my own personal points on them, but I mm-hmm. never judged them on them. Mm-hmm. And that's what you enjoyed, and you mm-hmm. enjoyed. Yeah. But no, they find out no, I like to go to you know, comic cons and do different stuff like that. They like you weird, but at mm-hmm. the same time they did tell me I like that that you are very comfortable within yourself. That mm-hmm. you don't. It doesn't matter what mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. The, my head, I'm like, it don't matter what I think. I don't care what you think about me. Mm-hmm. But I, a, lot, a lot of people, that's really tough. Like it is. It is very tough. And the reason why I asked like what the cost was because imagine like your person who's very high on social media. You know, you have a lot of friends, and you're just now deciding to go on this journey of authenticity. You're gonna lose a lot of those friends, yeah. and for you, you didn't care whether you. Well, I lost friends before. I did not care. No, I'm so obviously it's like something that is just I don't know. Some people are just natural when it comes to just being themselves, and I respect that so much. Yeah, I wanna I wanna give a shout out to Karan, not Demarcus, because I haven't seen <laughs> Demarcus all too much. But Watch that's out. that's one thing that's been consistent with Karan, mm-hmm. and that's the one thing that he's helped me grow with since I've known him is being yourself and not really caring about how other people feel mm. when you when you're yourself i will say i haven't always been like this well you can go back in time to like my middle school years mm-hmm. Whew, were you a people about, pleaser you talking about cry baby Karan? Mm-hmm. wow i used to hate going to school so much i would go to class being vulnerable guys i used to go to class and you know automatically come to school crying because i didn't want to be in school mm-hmm. so i come down put my head down just slobbing snobbing all on the oh desk and i would stay down until the whole class went to recess yeah and I didn't want to get up and like see all this snot there, mm. so I would just take my arm and kind of just wipe it all on my jacket at the time. <laughs> so unsanitary. <laughs> and then I would get up and go outside to play. Yeah, I used to be a crybaby oh back in the day. Oh my god! Spreading all them germs. What was what was I kind of I don't want I want to unpack that I don't even got time. But like, what was on your mind? Like, what did you hate the most about school? I just didn't want to be there. It was all the way up until maybe eighth grade. What would you have rather have done? Be home. Doing well, I was comfortable playing, playing games, games watching TV, playing, playing, out, playing with my family. Yeah. You know, anything that I was already comfortable with, you know, I, I didn't like because I, I was a quiet kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Granted, like elementary to second grade and all that, I was good, but for some reason, up until like middle schoolish area, mm-hmm. I just kind of like, I guess, lost all that and I just kind of came mm-hmm. kind of closed in. And then I moved to Virginia in what sixth grade year, and that was psh, oh, it's probably the damn move. like change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, nah, I didn't like any other. One quick story. When I moved to Virginia, I started growing my hair out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
during the school year, I moved back to North Carolina. And then the whole day, nobody really noticed me. And then one person came up to me. He was like, Karan, is that you? <laughs> I said, yeah. He was like, you look different. I said, watch out. You know, <laughs> growing a fro. I, started, I just started growing my hair out. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, you know the hair. Again. He said, nah, you got fat. <laughs> oh, you talking my. About <laughs> you talking about somebody's self-esteem. You a couple of say who that was. I believe it's. We called him Will Smith. Oh, okay. I thought it was like Sean or something. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <sighs> well, thanks for sharing that. That's, that's yeah. What that's made you start feeling uh, more comfortable being yourself? How did you mm-hmm. get to the Quran that doesn't care about what people think about him? I would say starting, basically starting eighth grade. Mm-hmm. You know, I already had my uncle and cousins and whatnot. Then mm-hmm. I started like, having friends, like my friends like Melvin, Justin, and other people I, I met along the way, Corey and... Um, my friend, best friend Jamel, look, meeting them and seeing them truly being themselves, mm-hmm. and even Sean, of course, mm-hmm. and like just seeing them being themselves helped me to feel a little bit more comfortable every day to mm-hmm. to kind of to be myself. Yeah, especially with Jamel, he was you know, basically an artist and he he did a lot of things. And when mm-hmm. I he he's like the reason why I started branching out to music. I was strictly radio hip hop. That was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and he put me on NERD, and that just opened up the floodgates for like mm-hmm. everything else. Yeah, yeah. and because like, I would say mainly because of him. That kind of I see him being comfortable being himself around mm. everybody, and it didn't matter what people said about him. Mm. That helped me to like, okay, I'm gonna be more like Jamel, just naturally just be myself. So mm-hmm. your your tribe is what helped you. Yeah. yeah, and it reminds me of the quote from the poem that we read earlier: "Like as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give people permission to do the same." So Ooh. it sounds like that's what they did for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's that's what you did for me because I would see you be yourself, and then I would like observe, and I'm like. Well, all the things, all the negative things that mm. I think would happen if I be myself, they're not happening to him. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just, he's having fun. Like, he's he's doing these things. There aren't any serious repercussions. I can do that, too. Yes. Yeah. And, wow, yeah. It's like a domino effect, you know. Mm-hmm. And people just think that if, I don't know, I just think about, when, every time I think about authenticity, I think about social media. Because, like, as I'm trying to, like, be more authentic, I'm like, you know, I'm mm-hmm. very cognizant of like what I post on social media like because it will affect the way I look and I'm like you know what I'm gonna start posting on Instagram whatever I want Mm -hmm. and then like I'm probably gonna lose some followers because it's not what everyone else is following but like at the same time people are gonna start following me like I have that mindset that people will start following me because they like how authentic I am yeah you're not trying to be in that box that people Mm -hmm. put you in yeah so she's this type of person so I'm gonna put it here in this box so I expect her to be within the limits of this box because I'm a complex we're we're all complex beings you know and I'm not I don't want to be put in a box like I don't want your ideas to limit me you know and I let that happen for so long I'm sorry no go ahead and if you do lose people, then they're probably not the people you want to keep mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. And that's search. what I was talking about was like, what is the cost? And mm-hmm. losing people who think you're weird, who think you're lame, and being okay with that because you know that that energy is going to come back, come to you eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've been lucky. I have friends who have seen me grow and be more authentic and still stay and be like, yeah, like, you know. Yeah. Because Raven has showed me some stuff that she likes, and I've some stuff I've, I've been like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't really rocking with that. But mm-hmm. I respect that it's something that she likes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, cool. I'm not downing her or bashing yeah. her. Be like, Raven, it's weird. Yeah. You know? She didn't do that to me or to Karan when yeah. we tell her certain things. She's mm-hmm. like, mm, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I've just always been the type of person that likes different things. Like, I mm-hmm. like the uniqueness of individuals, mm-hmm. you know. 
Because yeah, everybody was the same, it would be boring. Yes. Yes, it would be. Yes, it would be. So I, I want to also bring up that it can be um, it can be dangerous to be yourself in certain situations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel like that that needs to be brought up instead of just kind of like you know painting like a rose gold colored. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta thing. read the you gotta read the room, know what's going on around you. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you, know, you know, in some societies, you being yourself can be life threatening. Mm-hmm. So. And I'm not saying that no one should shouldn't be able to be themselves. But I'm just saying that it's not be like safe. that across the board. Be yeah. safe. Know 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 your environment. Mm-hmm. Know what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of like going into an interview. You know, you can't really be authentically yourself. I was watching a video yesterday, and she was like, you know, as you're going through the interview, there they this is what they want you to be, mm-hmm. and be that, and follow the contract and what they want you to do as you're going through the hiring process, like you're hired and stuff like that. Once you get that job. Well, once you get that, that doesn't mean, but you, mm-hmm. your, she said your foundation has to be good work. Mm-hmm. Like it has to be a good work ethic because if you start being authentic and they want to fire you, you're like, well, my work is good. So what's, what's up? Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. I mean, because when you think about the workplace, like, you know, you tell people, well, go get a haircut or, you know, don't wear that, wear this. And, you know, how you present yourself in an interview to look good in order to get that job. So that reminds me of like, you know, being dangerous to be yourself because you need a job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In some yeah, in some situations. Yeah. Yeah. Because the job I have now, when I went to that interview, I was divine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had my, um, my longer locks at the time. Um, he was in there like, what it do? <laughs> I want I on that kind of energy. But I, you know, I just came in there and I was myself and I had the confidence to be myself. But um, you're also <clears> not a person who... That's true. Who's, there's some people yeah. who don't who have their own lingo. Mm-hmm. They have their own dress. As, yeah. Like you already just already just dress and you're the way you do and you come off as really poised like that. But some people aren't like that. I, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I agree with you there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in those situations, it, you might want to tone it down if you're trying to do certain things and I, and I can see how some people can be like but don't, aren't y'all talking about being authentic yes but sometimes you have to play chess you gotta play the cards just right yeah mm-hmm. you have to play chess or if you don't want to play chess go into a society or i know this is like far-fetched but mm-hmm. you know go somewhere where you can be yourself exactly. you know yeah. like yeah. no you don't even have to do all of that like just you know go somewhere that will accept you you know i'm pretty sure Tattoo parlors, you don't have to come in a suit and tie yeah. to, for your interview. Like, you can come in as you are, and that's the community. They, that's what the community is in that sense. You know what I'm saying? So, I, ain't gonna lie. I used to think wearing a suit and tie was going to be fun and cool, wear that joint every day. And I put one on, I said, this is a lot of work. It is. Just give me that button-up polo shirt and these slacks. I'm gone. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. <laughs> I like I like how I look. In it hasn't filled me yet. I wouldn't want to do it every day, but I like dressing up like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But I think that's a good point, Raven. Mm-hmm. If you have the means to do so, move to a different city. That can do a lot because some cities are more liberal than other cities. Mm-hmm. And you'll be more accepted by other people that are their genuine selves, like mm-hmm. how you are your genuine self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, who are y'all? Did we just gonna talk about that, didn't we? Wow. Did we? Nah, we didn't we say did. who we were. Well, who y'all? I don't know y'all. Go ahead, Karan. I don't know y'all. You go first. Let's let Raven go first because we oh have goodness. a history. Yeah. I mean, I don't. When I was looking at this question, I was just like looking at it so hard. I'm like, mm-hmm. I kind of don't like that question mm-hmm. because it's like I, a lot of people just go to like explaining their roles in society. Like I'm a mother, I'm mm-hmm. a student, I'm a this, I'm a that. And I'm still trying to discover my true self. And I have friends describe me as the sushi while everyone else is burger because I'm not an, I'm an acquired taste, I guess. When I first heard that, it hurt my feelings. I, but I get that. Yeah. But 
So yeah. who are you without including Rose? <clears throat> without saying I'm a daughter, mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. Who Who is Raven Jackson? What's your middle name, Marie? No. Uh, it's actually Michael. So you I'll best say Elena right. Caster. Hmm? I'll best say Elena Caster. I don't know. How I don't know. What do I start with, like, adjectives? Um, oh, my goodness. I don't know. It's, like, what words? Why I should have just wrote down words. I just have a hard time, like, coming up with adjectives that describe me. Let Devon lead since he wrote the question. Okay. I guess I'm thoughtful, mm-hmm. uh, open. I'm a very vulnerable person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I, I think I'm funny. Uh, yeah. Okay. What about you? I got this from the four agreements because I feel like it. Um, See, you had a long time to think about this. Okay. It encompasses everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of things about me. I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. And in that book, he talks about how we're all artists because we're creating our dreams um, and our lives. And I feel like that I am, at my core, I'm somebody that likes to create. I'm somebody that is creative. I'm somebody. Um, that is sensitive, mm-hmm. um, that enjoys exploring things, that enjoys good conversation, um, that is a little selfish, that is continue always working on themselves and fighting like this uh, battle of acceptance mm-hmm. and being uh, non-judging and just trying to be more mindful. Yeah. Um, without you know droning on, that's that's me. I'm somebody that loves history. I'm somebody that uh, likes to read that, you know, just, I would say an artist and, 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 and explore. Okay. Yeah. So who is Quran? Yeah, this is, it's really hard. Cause it's just like, I'm no. trying not to put myself in a box, but at the same yeah. time, I didn't have too much time to think about this, but um, I like to um, think of myself as an, um, as an artist. Cause you know, we're all creating our world and our own future. So what I say. <laughs> so what I say. You're trash. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I uh, could talk about my likes and dislikes. You I'm know. a I'm a very selfless person. Mm-hmm. Um, very given. Mm-hmm. I would say I'm very empathic. Um, as selfish as I try to be, it's hard for me to really be selfish because mm-hmm. I'm too given to other people. Maybe too given. Um, I am an anime lover. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to cosplay if I can. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't done it much. I've just gotten to it. Um, you know, I like to play music, you know, like listen to music. You know, I'm an artist, um, creating my own world. Go ahead. <laughs> um, what else am I? Uh, I feel like the whole selfless, empathic thing that really describes who I am mm-hmm. towards my core. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Raven, before you go, um, I was having a conversation with Vintage P, and uh, he brought up how you sometimes dress up as All Might, the anime character. Who, me? Yeah. Well, you wear the suit at least, not like full costume with the cape and everything, but you have like the my hero stuff. I got a I got a UA tracksuit. Yeah, in La Million. I think that looks as good. And what uh, Ventures P was saying is that you're not all might, you're just all right. I want to bring that up. He was was like, Karan, they all might, he all right. Yeah, they know I'm always right. Yeah, go ahead and twist that up. I'm always right. All right. That's funny. Yeah. I guess I would just, if I were to describe myself after hearing y'all go on about y'all, I, I, one, I guess I would just say I'm very thoughtful. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that one word. Say you're an artist. You had to create your own 
And I'm an artist, and I like to create my own dreams in my in, in my own world. You don't whisper well. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be a, a it wasn't quiet whisper. You might as well say it out loud, dude. I wanted you to hear it so you got to see the reaction on your face. Like, I can't wow. believe. But I, I guess I'm I'm very thoughtful. I think a lot. Um, sometimes it's for the worse. Sometimes it's for the most of the time it's for the better. Because I'm, mm-hmm. what what thoughtfulness comes with consideration. I feel like I try to be as considerate as possible. And yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't always happen. But you know, we're not always consistent as humans. So no, we're not. No. Yeah. No. And sometimes I would imagine that we feel more authentic, as we said earlier, than, mm-hmm. than other moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, in this world that we live in, as we said about the job, you brought up the job, you said mm-hmm. sometimes we have to, like, lessen ourselves. I won't say lessen ourselves. Sometimes we have to play a role in mm-hmm. order to get certain things accomplished. Uh, when is a time where you guys felt like, uh, outside of jobs, that mm-hmm. you felt like you've done that in order to fit in? It wasn't, it wasn't necessarily, you, you felt like in that moment it wasn't necessarily right for you to be authentic. I mean, hmm. there's when it's for me specifically, like when I'm being vulnerable with somebody, and I'm telling them like, you know, this is someone new, mm-hmm. you know, and they're not really like receiving or wanting to know that information or they're not giving the energy that I want. I'm like, OK, mm-hmm. like I shouldn't have opened up myself, you mm-hmm. know, and there's been like now I'm more of a person that I was really like tell people my business now because sometimes people don't care and that's OK, you know, so like and some people don't I do y'all believe in the in the in the thought of like people don't deserve your true self? Some sometimes, people don't. yeah, yeah. So I I definitely have that mentality. I would definitely say probably like she said, <clears throat> meeting being around new people that you don't know. Mm-hmm. So you gotta kind of gotta kind of read them and whatnot, mm-hmm. and so you don't just put out everything. Well, you might get them know some of the course, like the main core stuff, but mm-hmm. everything beyond that, that stems from the core, they mm-hmm. might not get all that. Mm-hmm. And you know me already, I'm not expressing too much of myself anyway. If you don't ask me, I ain't telling you. I hope I remember what I wanted to say with that, but I wanted to say that I feel like in middle school, there was a lot of times where I didn't feel like I wanted to be authentic because mm-hmm. people wouldn't accept me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at some point in time, it wasn't the coolest coolest to say you like anime mm-hmm. so you wasn't like broadcasting mm-hmm. it you may talk about it with your circle of friends but now you know it's more accepting you can you can repost videos about people um talking about anime or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be and it's accepted mm-hmm. so you guys said that well raven said showing your true self mm-hmm. you know it made me think about last episode we talked about commitment and super commitment mm-hmm. so now i feel like there's authenticity mm-hmm. And then super authenticity. Authenticity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Super to everything. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get y'all a super podcast next season. And it made me think about earlier in this episode, we were talking about, like, you know, showing parts of yourselves and wearing different hats. Mm-hmm. What if, based on what you said, mm-hmm. what if it's just the case that it's like you don't feel like certain people get all of you? Mm-hmm. So you just, you, you're still authentic. It's just not super Authentic, mm-hmm. but okay. And I was thinking, I'm like, what's the point of not giving someone your your true self 100? percent It's only because we're trying to protect our own self because mm-hmm. we're scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not because they don't deserve it. Maybe it's just like we're scared to be rejected. That's why we hold back. Sometimes, okay. Sometimes people, true. You have to gauge somebody mm-hmm. and and realize or understand: is it really worth it mm-hmm. for me to put all this out here? That energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it, that can go towards to. 
reading the room type thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we have certain friends where they have their own, they have different groups of friends where they yeah. do different things with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with group A of friends, they're going to do this particular thing. But when they come around group B, they know not to do those things because mm-hmm. group B don't do those things, but they still can buy well and, and still be authentic mm-hmm. with themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they start doing group A things with group B. I'm like, oh, what you doing, bro? Mm-hmm. This ain't it. Yeah. Watch yeah. out. <laughs> One thing I will say is that, I guess this goes back to the question you asked, and I have it written down because I feel like it's really, really important. It's something that I've been exploring within myself. It's just like, I've never fully felt authentic in a romantic relationship. I thought you were like, mm, this is real. It is. No, I'm, I mean, yeah, I just never, I can't recall one time where I felt like I could be myself in a romantic relationship. But it's so funny because after, it be, when it becomes platonic, I'm myself. So I'll be talking to a guy in a romantic sense, and then I'm just so like rigid, and I just can't be myself. I'm just scared of that rejection. No, yeah. And then right when I'm like, okay, I don't want to talk to you, but we can be friends, you know, then it's just like Raven open, like I just start being myself, and I just don't know why. Open the floodgates of Raven. Yeah. (laughs) I guess because it's just I don't care about how you think of me now. You've taken the pressure away. Yeah. It's easier to just be friends than it is to be romantic. Yeah. And you've taken away the expectations. Yeah. So, so. it sounds like romantically, in a romantic sense, mm-hmm. you're like. Afraid I, of rejection. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But then you're like, oh, okay, what do you think about me? Because we're just friends. Yeah. <laughs> then you, 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 you be yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. I just I mean, obviously we know why, but it's just like, why can't I just, you know, be, be yourself. real? Yeah. And from the get go. Well, you know, it's, it's a journey. Yeah. It's something it that we're all working on. Mm-hmm. And I would be lying if I said that I'm always 100% authentic. I don't think anybody mm-hmm. is. I think we strive to be that way, and I think, you know, it, it's, it changes mm-hmm. from time to time. Yeah. Like, some days, maybe you are, and the next day you're not, just based on how you're feeling. I can tell you when I'm least authentic. Mm-hmm. If somebody sent me something that's super funny to them, <laughs> I just say, LOL. I'm yes. Not no, yes. I'm not laughing. Yes. Yeah. I'm just not trying to hurt or you. Or you don't even type it out. You just mm. click on it and do the ha ha thing on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just to say that we, they need we to saw just say, it. They need to just have one ha there, not two for me. Just say ha. And keep it moving. <laughs> LOL. Yeah. I'm kind of mad at myself because I was supposed to say this in the earlier earlier in the episode, but mm. I think the definition of authenticity would have been helpful for some people. And like it really helped me put it in perspective like it's, you know, a person's actions are congruent with their beliefs and desires despite mm. external mm. pressures of society and conformity. Mm-hmm. Devon, Devon, you you slipping, man. Huh? You, you normally I, have definitions in the beginning. Well, said she had it. She put it I in did. There. Yeah, I should have just put it in there, but I think that really did like kind of it's the really the you know being able, it's the congruency you yeah. know yeah. and then being okay with not conforming yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I just thought that was nice to bring I like up. that yeah I like that I like that so how can we support people to be authentic let them continue to be themselves you no know, if they feel comfortable doing that then let them don't judge them you no know? mm-hmm. unless it's like hurting other people then there's a problem then but. Mm-hmm. If somebody, you know, walk around you and go, hey, man, you know, you watch that new episode of um, My Hero that came out today because season five just started today, Devon, that we got to watch. I don't know if you did yet, but, you know, somebody coming to you like, yeah, I watched that cartoon mess. Why do you feel the need to put me down then at that point? You're not helping me let me be myself, let me grow and be an authentic. Or people who even listen to different, like, 
I don't know. I feel like I'd be judged, uh, not me specifically, but when it comes to music. Yeah, music is. If you, if a black person said they listen to country, it's like I feel like people get judged for listening to like different types of music or yeah. different genres, and I just feel like we need to stop that. Yeah. Or well, even I, like, go ahead. I, but I tell you now, because music is, is more is, I have found better music than just American music. Mm-hmm. I listen to you no know, J pop, J rock, and all that stuff. That music is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Come on, you don't understand. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I can't understand some of the words these rappers say nowadays. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Sometimes you you just feel the music, and the music just feel good to you. Yeah. Exactly. You're right. Yeah. Or even how people dress. You know, we try to make sure that people are up with fashion, and so like, I'm just I'm just thinking about things from social media that I just catch on, like mm-hmm. you know that people judge and just allowing people to be different from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's important. This beat. Don't be stupid. <laughs> Just, Just be understanding. Yeah. No, everybody's not going to be like you. Yeah, everybody's if everybody different. was like you, they will be born. Yeah, mm. I want to be like you. Yeah. Nah. Be like you neither. I don't want to smell like an uncooked French toast stick. No, I don't want to be like you. Where did that come from? I don't know. It just came out. Okay. Uh, yeah. That came from somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who smell like uncooked French toast sticks. Hurt you. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe somebody that don't like French toast sticks. <laughs> Probably was. Yeah. That came. That was. Yeah. And I had French toast this morning. It was good. It wasn't uncooked. It was cooked all the way. Okay. All right. Well, give people permission to, you know, be authentic. And, you know, how can we support ourselves if you're trying to go through this this process of Of being being authentic? authentic, Yeah. And being real? Yeah. Supporting yourself by letting yourself know that it is okay to be different Mm -hmm. and to be yourself. You know, everybody's not going to accept you for who you are, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You're not going to accept everybody for who they are. Yeah. But, you know, accept yourself for who you are, and people that you don't accept, it's okay. This, okay, that's you. That's what you like to do, and that's okay with me. Yeah. As long as that make you happy, I'm cool. We cool. You like it, I love it. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself with people that aren't afraid of being authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That can help a lot, too. Yeah. I mean, even when you're just starting, like, for me, it's just, like, spending more time with yourself and figuring out what you like. And I feel like for me, personally, who's going through this journey, like, intentionally, mm-hmm. I realized that once I start liking myself, I'll give people permission to like me, too. Because mm-hmm. people are scared to share their flaws or the things that they like in their thoughts because they're afraid of other people, you know, rejection. But when you actually accept yourself, you'll be more open to, like, allowing, pe- allowing people to like you. That was the redirect corner, by the way, guys. Sorry. Raven just said it. <laughs> She didn't mm-hmm. say read our corner mm-hmm. or nothing. <laughs> so uh, that's that's it, Karan. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much more. In, in each of our episodes, there's always so much more that can be said. Mm-hmm. So if you ever feel like, well, you know, I think this, you know, comment, share on social media. Raven's on Instagram responding to people mm-hmm. and YouTube. She just responds in general. So share how you feel and what you think. Mm-hmm. All right. Go ahead, Karan. Well, well, Marcus, I'm sorry. Right, the Marcus, the DeMarcus perspective for the corner or just uh, no, outro. Yeah, yeah, outro. I'm just making you said perspective, so all right. Karan ain't listening. Watch out. <laughs> Go ahead, Raven. All right, so be grateful for the twists in the road. They teach us grace and humility. And live life as though each moment is a gift from your creator. Well, I said mine already. Watch out. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, with that being said, um, please uh, engage with us on our socials, like Devon said, on Instagram and Facebook at The Redirect Podcast. And please, like he said, just comment. And um, and if you want to talk to specifically Devon or Karan, 
or Demarcus, just you know, say like, "Hey, Devon, I have a question," and they'll actually comment back as well. So they had to let me know that y'all comment because I just be in a different world. Yeah. And give us five <laughs> stars or give us an honest rating of how you feel about our podcast on yeah. um, any platform that you have. Yeah. Also. Go on our link on Instagram, Zippy Stream, mm-hmm. and put your email in there so you'll be forever subscribed to us and get our content when it drops immediately. It will be sent directly to you. You mm-hmm. don't have to wait for Instagram posts or uh, Facebook posts or anything like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, with that being said, y'all, redirect, redirect out. out. Watch out.